Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Kenitra Bryant, and today's motivational aim targets storms reveal what you keep and what you let go. I want to thank you all for joining me. If this is your first time tuning in, I'm in a series entitled The Storm. This series addresses some different elements individuals experience when they are going through the storms of life. And my aim is to encourage you through each step that I've learned. And I encourage you to listen to part one of this series. And now I'm going to address when a person is going through a storm, the storm will reveal what the person needs to keep and what the person needs to let go. And I want to provide a visual example that I think we can all relate with since we're going over storms. And if you've ever tracked a storm, and when I say tracked, let's say you're looking at the status updates of the storm either on your phone, you're watching a news program, and you can see a news reporter on TV, and they're talking about what to expect regarding this storm that's about to come your way. They also talk about the levels of winds and how it's sure to reach a certain town by a specific time. And they also provide listeners and residents in the area of what they could do. And they provide recommendations if a person is going to leave or if they're going to stay and hunker down. The essentials that they need to weather the storm. And the news reporter, along with other specialists who are featured, they share their insights with the viewers of the things that might take place and the things that these people might need in order to remain safe during the storm. And depending on the severity of the storm, experts might advise residents to leave their very homes to save their lives. Or they express what one should keep on hand and keep for their safety during the storm. So this goes on when we face physical storms and it goes on when we face and we go through the storms of life that people can't physically see. And God is the divine expert and God reveals to us the things that we need to keep and the things we need to let go of because if we throw away something we need to keep, there are consequences to that action. Just like if we were to keep something God commanded us to throw away in the midst of the storm. And perhaps you've seen it. You're watching the news and somebody kept all kinds of stuff that was not conducive to their rescue and safety. And it weighed them down. It delayed them. It caused more problems in their life. And you could have been looking at the person on TV saying, oh my goodness, why they just didn't let that go? It's not all of that. And it's easy to look at somebody else and provide all these recommendations and to-dos of what they should have done in order to save their life. And I mean, why are they keeping that junk? We're defining the people based off what we see. But when the storms of life come our way, we become the very people that we criticized not letting things go. And somebody saying the same thing about us. Why they just don't leave that alone? Why don't they let that go? That's not helping them. When it comes to us, we want to make excuses of why it's imperative that we keep the very things that God told us to get rid of. 
But if we want to survive the storms of life and we want to come out successful on the other side, there will be some things that God tells us to keep and there will be some things God tells us to let go of. And you learn that lesson in the storm. When we keep the wrong things, there is a major issue taking place. When we keep things that God told us to let go of, we become hoarders in a sense. We're hoarding things that have nothing to do with our growth and our overall progression. When we keep things God told us to let go of, it's creating an intense regression in our life. And there are some people who would rather keep their junk, keep their stuff in a storm than to let go of it so that they can be saved and experience the best hell possible. Just imagine that. Let's say you're on a ship, you're on a boat, and you are about to go through a violent, uncomfortable storm. And you have all this junk on the boat. All Okay, forgive me. It's not you. It's not you I'm talking about. We're talking about somebody else. Okay? Somebody is going through a storm. They have a whole bunch of junk and stuff that God told them not to bring with them. And if it was with them on the boat as they're going through the storm, God let them know, throw that away. Let go of that. That is weighing you down. You do not need that. You only need me. Let it go. And let's say this person who we're talking about, whoever this person is, they don't do it. In their mind and in their heart, they're thinking, man, I need this trash. I need this garbage. I need it. This stuff is valuable to me. This trash is valuable to me. I mean, now, picture them going through the storm, you know, wind hitting them upside the head, water is getting in their eyes, in their mouth, in their ears, they can't even breathe, the wind is knocking them smooth out, okay, the stuff that God told them to get rid of is just floating in the air, hitting them in the process. They're tripping all over the stuff. They're busting knees, busting toes, busting elbows, trying to hold on to stuff. And it's just a horrific sight to even look at because in the process of them trying to save their own life, they're trying to save stuff. And what benefit is that? And you have some people who are going through some serious storms in life. And the stuff they have all around them that's packed up and tucked away, it is an absolute hazard to their life. And if you hear anything in the background, got some neighbors outside cutting grass, I guess. They're doing something. But we're going to press forward and press through. 
and you have a select group of people when they're going through a storm and they have all this stuff and they realize that it's not conducive for their success or to their success, they realize real quick, you know what, um, this is trash. I do need to let this go. Uh-uh, I'm mm-mm, throwing this away. I can't keep this stuff. I can't keep it. I got to let it go because if I keep it, in a sense, I'm keeping doubt. In a sense, I'm keeping toxicity. In a sense, I'm keeping things to create barriers with my relationship with Jesus Christ. If I keep this, I'm keeping the wrong mindset. I'm keeping the wrong attitude. I'm keeping bitterness. I'm keeping unforgiveness. I'm keeping hate. If I keep all this stuff, I will not survive this storm. So let me go ahead and toss all of this overboard and cry out to Jesus because he's the one I need to be keeping and keeping myself close to because I'm not going to make it without him and I'm definitely not going to make it with this stuff God told me to let go of. See, storms reveal what you need to keep and what you need to let go. You learn that real quick. You learn it real quick. It could be something as simple as a conversation. You're going through a storm just the day before. You wasn't going through anything. You could have been just talking on the phone, having a good old time. He, he, ha, ha, all of that. Go through a storm. Nothing's funny. No, that joke that they told you yesterday, they say it again. You're not even trying to talk to them. It's nothing funny. I don't want to be entertained. I don't want to hear no jokes. Now, I got a mission I need to carry out, and that's to be focused on Jesus and realize what I need to keep and what I need to let go. And um, this little joke session that you trying, mm, I'm letting it go. Storms also allow you to discover quick, fast, and in a hurry what is precious and what's not. And when it comes to life preservation, holding on to trash will not get you anywhere but into a bigger mess. And there are storms you've most likely encountered with your health or a relationship storm or a financial storm. And when you are going through these storms, um, (laughs) you weren't trying to hold on to no trash. You'll even start saying out loud, oh, that doesn't mean anything to me. I don't have time for that. No, mm -mm, I'm done. Get get out of, no, stop. And then storms allow you to see what's holding you back. And if anything that you are keeping, that you shouldn't be keeping or holding on to, that you shouldn't be holding on to during the storm, it will hold you back. It will hold you down and it will hold you away. From your desired result. And I know I just touched on this earlier, but a storm will allow you to see the distractions you need to let go. Any distraction, you can see it for what it is when it comes to life or death. When it comes to progression or regression. You see it real, real fast. And you're not even trying to even play with no distractions. And 
when that storm of life, that breeze comes through to clean up some things like those polluted conversations and those polluted mindsets and those polluted connections, those polluted thoughts, the polluted self-driven goals, the polluted plans, and some people stick with it. And it's sad, but they won't let the pollution go. They'll keep it. And then now, they're not only going through a storm that was sent to elevate them and promote them because God is with them. Now, they've added on another layer of the storm because they don't want to be obedient. And they might be going through the storm over and over again until they let go of what God commanded them to get rid of or they keep what God told them to keep. And that's why we must seek God and wisdom in every area and aspect of our lives. We just have to do it. Because the goal is to go through the storm and start producing God-honoring fruit. We don't want to be going through storms and not learning anything and we're not productive. I want to briefly look at the story of Jonah and remember in scripture how the Lord told Jonah for those who are familiar with it, but if you're not, I encourage you to read the full book of Jonah. But scripture lets us know that the Lord told Jonah to go preach to a group of people. And God told Jonah, go tell these people that they have sinned, they're not living right, and God wanted Jonah to tell the people to turn from their wicked ways. And Jonah didn't want to do that because he figured, you know, these folks deserve their punishment. I mean, I'm not trying to go warn them about anything because they might change and be saved. So Jonah, he goes in a different direction from where the Lord commanded him to go. And then he was on a boat with some other men. And he told these men, yeah, you know, I'm running from the Lord. You know what I'm saying? God told me to do something. I ain't even trying to do that. So I'm running from him. I mean, I know he sees me. But, you know, I'm, I'm not even trying to do what God said. And we read in scripture where Jonah went to sleep on the boat. He was knocked out sleep on the boat. And a raging storm takes place. And remember, the storm took place physically and personally in Jonah's life as well as spiritually. Not only did the storm take place physically, personally, and spiritually with Jonah, it took place in everybody's life who was on that boat when that storm started raging. And I'm going to read Jonah, the first chapter, in the fourth through the fifth verse. But the Lord threw a great wind onto the sea, and such a great storm arose on the sea that the ship threatened to break apart. The sailors were afraid, and each cried out to his God. They threw the ship's cargo into the sea to lighten the load. Meanwhile, Jonah had gone down to the lowest part of the vessel and had stretched out and fallen into a deep sleep. Now, after reading this or hearing this, we see that these men were in a storm and they evaluated what they could do to lighten the load. So 
Jonah was the cause, or Jonah's disobedience was the cause of a storm. And since Jonah was in a boat with other people, they were impacted. And the men who were impacted by Jonah's disobedience, these were the men who were evaluating what they could do to lighten the load. They examined what they needed to keep and what they needed to let go. And they threw the ship's cargo into the sea. But what is interesting about this passage is that, yes, Jonah was in a storm and these men were experiencing a storm as a result of someone else's disobedience. And although they tried to get rid of some stuff that probably wasn't important to save their lives, in order for the storm to stop in their life, they had to let somebody go. And then we read in scripture, when they let people go, the pollution that hindered them from seeking a real relationship with God, it was released, it was dismissed, it was thrown overboard, and then they cried out to God and they experienced God in a brand new way. See, these men who were on the boat with Jonah, yeah, they threw some things away. But God specifically let them know what to keep and what to let go. And what they had to let go was a connection to a person who was not doing what God commanded them to do. And their association with this person put them in danger. And that storm brought them to a speedy realization that they need to let go of some things. And that was Jonah. And I ask you. What is God telling you to keep and what is God telling you to let go of as you go through the storms of life? I know one thing that God is telling you to keep as you go through the storms of life. God wants you to keep your communication going with him. God wants you to keep standing on his promises and God wants you to let go of everything that sets itself up as an idol in your life where you're worshiping it or you're worshiping the thing or the person and you are putting God on the back burner. God wants you to let go of anything hindering your relationship with him or hindering your assignment that he has called you to complete. But as it relates to your specific situation, What is God telling you to let go of? What relationships and what connections has God specifically indicated to you to let go of? And then what relationships and connections has God told you to keep as you go through the storms of life? What conversations has God told you to let go of? What conversations has God told you to keep? What behaviors and lifestyles has God told you to keep? What behaviors and lifestyles has God told you to let go of? What junk, what trash, what garbage, whether it's physical, relational, spiritual, or personal stuff that you're hiding, whether it be in bins or crates in your thoughts, Wherever it is in your garage, your shed, your closet, your car. What has God told you to let go of and what has God commanded you to keep? 
And only you can answer those questions because only you and God know. And as you answer those questions, honestly ask yourself, why are you choosing to keep the very thing God told you to let go of? And if you have done it, what have been the benefits and the advantages of obeying God? What have you seen when you let go of the very things God told you to dismiss out of your life? And do you think that God won't provide for you if you let it go? Not realizing that God has been providing for you? Is the stuff you're keeping that you won't let go, is it some form of security for you? As you go through the storm, is it some form of protection? Are you putting your trust in stuff, trash, garbage, inanimate objects that God can just destroy in a second, in a millisecond, just at any time? And then why are you putting your trust in stuff and you're not putting your trust in God who created the stuff? And then what do you do when somebody questions you as you're going through a storm and they see you carrying all this junk, trash, in bins, boxes, and they see it's an encumbrance to your overall health and your life, but when they bring it up to you out of care and concern, you get angry. You get mad. Are you mad because you know you're supposed to let it go? It's sad because some people, they don't realize that by holding on to stuff and holding on to the things that God commanded us to let go of, it creates more problems and more storms. And then when it's time to weather the next storm of life, a person is holding on to baggage and it hurts them in the long run. Whether it's physical baggage or emotional baggage, personal baggage, bitterness, hate, or unforgiveness. Holding on to that and not letting it go creates more issues. And we can't be praying to God for deliverance and freedom. And we're holding on to the very snares that entangled us knowingly and intentionally. The question is, do you trust in what God says or do you trust in the stuff that has no say and it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. It's all about trust. It's all about responsibility. It's all about accountability. It's not about justifying why we should keep the very things that God told us to get rid of. And let's take a look back at Jonah. Okay, now we're going to go to Jonah, the first chapter, and we jump into the 12th verse through the 16th verse. I'm going to go ahead and read it. He answered them, pick me up and throw me into the sea so that it will calm down for you. For I know that I'm to blame for this great storm that is against you. Nevertheless, the men rode hard to get back to dry land, but they couldn't because the sea was raging against them more and more. So they called out to the Lord, please, Lord, do not let us perish because of this man's life, and don't charge us with innocent blood. For you, Lord, have done just as you pleased. Then they picked up Jonah and threw him into the sea, and the sea stopped its raging. 
the men were seized by great fear of the Lord, and they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made vows. After reading along or just listening, you can get a clear picture that there might be some storms in your life that you are going through. And you're going through these storms with people who you shouldn't even be around. You shouldn't be conversing with them. You shouldn't be seen with them. You shouldn't be even traveling in the same direction that they're going because you have a different mission. A person could be experiencing a storm and the person who they're connected with will tell them a you know I have some trashy ways. That's why you're going through what you're going through. Because you connected to me. You just need to leave me alone so you can have a good life. This happens to people. And these men with Jonah, you don't read them telling Jonah, man, don't say that, you know, this storm is because of you. You're a good person. You just had it rough. God just don't understand you. You're a diamond. You're... You're always shining through the pain, Jonah. We can weather this storm together, Jonah. I understand you, man, man. You're a good person. Don't say that. Don't say that this storm is your fault. Don't say it, Jonah. How could you say, you know, you caused this storm because you didn't obey God? I mean, don't don't say that. God knows our hearts, Jonah. God knows your heart. Don't, don't say it. There's got to be another way, Jonah. There's got to be another way. We're going to get through this together, Jonah. Let's weather the storm, Jonah. No. Mm-mm. These men didn't say that. These boys prayed before they released this relationship into the sea. They let this boy go so quick. They prayed to God to see what they needed to do, and they let go of what God told them to let go of, and that was Jonah. And he was a man of God. Okay, they didn't get caught up like, you know, you a man of God, Jonah. Like, you know, you anointed. No. They, mm-mm, throw him overboard, because I, uh-uh, I'm not about to be going through this. These men on this boat, they got the confirmation that being in connection with Brother Jonah was a no. And they had to let him go. And when they let go of what God told them to let go of, the sea stopped raging. And I'm going to say it again. When we're going through storms, God reveals what we need to let go of and what we need to keep. And he confirms it. So don't be alarmed when God calls you to let some things go that are not conducive to your growth. And it's polluting your life. Take the storm in stride, stand in faith, and trust God and not the stuff. And the scripture I would like to leave you with is Jonah, the first chapter in the 15th through the 16th verse, which reads, Then they picked up Jonah and threw him into the sea, and the sea stopped its raging. The men offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made vows. I selected this scripture to maximize on the importance of identifying the storms we find ourselves in and the importance of daily asking God for wisdom on what we need to let go of and what we need to keep in our day-to-day operations 
as well as when we go through tough, challenging seasons of life. It's important not to get caught up thinking that we have the mental capacity to think and to know what is absolutely best for us. Only God knows that. There might be some things or people who are good, but they aren't good for you and where God is leading you. And sometimes a storm will clear out some things in your life. It might clear out some things, some people, some ideas, some relationships, some opportunities, anything. And in these storms, we might let go of some things and some people. And then in the storms, there might be some people who will let go of us. And they could let go because God told them to let go. It's time to let us go. Or they might let go because of their lack of discernment and they're making rash decisions due to the complexities of the storms and the issues that they face. God possibly told them to keep you, but they let you go. And that's why we must ask God for wisdom and discernment so we know how to operate in the midst of a storm. Because it might be some things that we think we need to discard and God tells us, no, you need that. Or it might be some things we want to keep and God is saying, "Uh uh-uh, get rid of that. And after the storm, we will know without a doubt how awesome God is because it will be revealed what God was doing all along. And what a blessing it is to know that when we follow the commands of God and he confirms it, we can give him all the glory and the praise Because he was leading us this whole time. So be encouraged as you weather your individual personal storms. And always seek wisdom in prayer and in your alone time and meditation with God. Asking him what to let go of and what to keep. Thanks for tuning in. Visit drkenitrobryant.com where you can sign up to receive your Aim Towards the Target weekly encouragement. On the website, you can select from a variety of Bible plans you can complete individually or in a group setting. I also have inspiring apparel available. You can check out my Bible plans on the YouVersion Bible app. And feel free to connect with me on Instagram at Aim Towards the Target. May God continue to protect, bless, strengthen, and cover you and all who belongs to you as you keep Him first and aim towards your God-honoring targeted goals, whether you are in a storm or not. Don't forget his promise that those that love him, he is working all things together for their good. Okay? Peace and God bless.